Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Once I played a penny who just couldn't stop the beat. Yes, with all their skates on her feet. The girl who loved to please. Although it's recently. A real cool mom, musical version of Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Now come with me and fly. I am your host, Miss Carrie Butler. Together, you and I are breaking. Welcome back to Breaking Broadway. I am here with Doug Cohen. In in case you missed his last episode, he has a new book out called How to Survive a Killer Musical. And it's all about this musical that he wrote, No Way to Treat a Lady. Welcome back to the show, Doug. Thanks, Carrie. Good to be back. So I wanted to talk about... um, my my podcast is a lot for young performers just starting out, and uh, you talk a lot in your book about the BMI workshops and the ASCAP work, workshops. How do performers – that's a great way for performers to get relationships oh, totally. with composers, right? So how do you even find the people that you use for those shows? Well, as writers, you know, we were always going to see shows, and um, – and also cabarets and uh, any kind of showcase that uh, you know would give us some access and exposure to the up and coming talent. When we were at ASCAP, the idea of going to a Broadway performer was kind of verboten because they wouldn't know who we were. So um, uh-huh. you know, it was like the most we could hope for is finding somebody who was in an off Broadway show. And 
So that's when I approached Jason Alexander, who was in personals at the time. That was at the Minetta <laughs> Lane. And uh, I also approached Mary Testa, you know, and she was doing off-Broadway at the time as well. Um, so you didn't know them at all? No, I didn't. I knew Mary. I think I knew Mary because she came in to do songs from Lucky Stiff for Lynn Aarons hmm. and Steve Flaherty at BMI. So that was uh, my introduction to Mary. She was so funny. And Jason, yeah. I knew through Paul Lazarus, who directed Personals. But I had seen the show and decided he was he was the one to play Detective Morris Brummel in No Way to Treat a Lady. And how how did you approach them? What well, uh, Mary, I guess I just maybe had her number. Maybe I'd introduced myself after one of our sessions, and she was game, and mm -hmm. that was great. Um, Jason, I think um, I called him on the phone. He knew the movie, and he mistakenly oh. thought, if memory serves, that I wanted him to play the killer, the Rod Steiger role, <laughs> because I can see that. You know, he and Rod Steiger are, yeah. are, could, could be the same type. But uh, he was just as happy to play the detective. Uh, he came over to the apartment. I played him the song. He really liked it. I gave him the music. He learned it quickly, and we were off and running. That's you know that's just how you do it. I mean, there are you know a lot of people who are performers really want to, as you said, work with writers. That's how relationships mm -hmm. are forged. Exactly. That's networking. And uh, Lynn and Steve, uh, who've worked a lot with uh, Jason Grah. He, he was one of the first performers to perform their material in class. J oh. Judy Blazer, I don't know if you remember Judy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she was also part of the Lucky Stiff group. And, you know, every time we'd bring someone into BMI, we were sharing that person with 20, 30 other writers. So then That's it was funny. fair game that anyone could go and approach them uh, about doing their mm -hmm. demo or their presentation. Uh, and then at ASCAP, the same thing happened. We would bring them there and... All the writers in the audience would would respond and get their number or contact information. We didn't have email then, um, mm -hmm. so that's really how it blossomed from there. Um, so that's networking, folks. No, it definitely is. <laughs> um, how would how, do you have any advice for young performers who you know want to be in that circle at BMI, or you know maybe you should even explain in case they didn't listen to the last episode what those workshops are? Right. So Lehman Engel was a very very prominent um, Broadway conductor, music director. Uh, he also wrote these definitive books on the craft of musical theater writing. He came up, I think, with the phrase "the I want song." You know, every character mm -hmm. has to have an I want song uh, so that we invest in that character. And um, he really broke it down in ways that make total sense. And then being such a great proponent of this, he formed his own workshop. And he, it's an amazing thing, Carrie. We don't pay a dime for it. You know, we audition. Wow. If you're accepted, uh -huh. it's all free. You, wow. You get these amazing teachers. I mean, Layman had passed away when I auditioned. Mm -hmm. He had just just passed away. I auditioned for Moore Yeston of Nine. Mm. I auditioned mm -hmm. for Alan Menken. Um, uh, Skip Kennan, who was my teacher, my first year teacher. And mm. um, I'm trying to remember who else was maybe in that first audition. But I remember when Maury left the room, he was humming my song. <laughs> Which, <laughs> oh I my saw gosh. that as a good sign. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so... That was this amazing opportunity that we were given uh, for three years. Well, it's it's a little like a competition because if you don't succeed in the first year, 
most people are invited back the second year, but then the third year is the year that all the classes meld. So if you have people that are in the advanced workshop who've been there for several years, and if they're still writing, they will be there, and there's only so many spaces that they will bring new people into the ranks. Mm -hmm. So that becomes a game of survivor, and most people are voted off the island. And oh. unfortunately, I, I got to the third year, and I was in the advanced mm -hmm. workshop, and um, maybe about 15 other people from the first two years made it that far. Um, so that's how BMI works, and we do these shows, and we uh, select the, sh the type of show we want to musicalize. Sometimes you need the rights. Sometimes they say, just go ahead and do the adaptation. Learn from your mm -hmm. mistakes and apply yeah. it to the next one. Um, ASCAP is a different animal in that it doesn't meet every week. It meets once a month for only, I think, five or six months. And uh, at the time, Charles Strauss was the moderator. And uh, he would bring three other people onto the dais, uh, the podium, who would be from all aspects of the theater. It doesn't have to be a writer. It could be directors, mm -hmm. choreographers, performers. Paola Pone was there, Carol Channing. Oh. Uh, but mostly it was writers. Uh, the night I was there for No Way to Treat a Lady, it was Charles and uh, Burton Lane of On a Clear Day You Can See Forever and Finian's Rainbow, Stephen Schwartz, who needs no yeah. <laughs> no introduction and uh, <laughs> and the ah! <laughs> that's his credit that's his credit and uh, and then the leading theater critic at the time Frank Rich so as you can see it was a very current place happening yeah. place and uh, Sondheim would come and he was there mm. when he would come no one else was on the dais with him it was just. Oh. Just Charles and Sondheim. And I was there the night that Jonathan Larson presented from Superbia. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, I remember it very, very well, too. So it was a great night for, for Jonathan. So he was in the same program as you yes, at the same yes, time? Yes, and we were friendly. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we my would, gosh. We would sometimes walk back from the class. Uh, it was on uh, at the ASCAP building in, on 65th and Broadway. And we'd walk back to the 72nd Street subway discussing our particular shows and, you know, the highs and lows of what we were experiencing and that sort of thing. And then we won uh, the Richard Rogers Awards at the same time. He won for um, Rent and I won for the gig. And we went down to the uptown to the American Academy of Arts and Letters uh, where Sondheim was there and greeted us, which was pretty heady stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so how would a new performer like get involved? That's with, a good with question. These? It's a really good question. I mean, the thing is, it's easier for us as writers to sometimes find performers than the other way around. Mm -hmm. I think the thing is, though, that um, maybe there is a way of going to these places uh, I don't know mm -hmm. how things operate now, but you could go to the ASCAP Musical Theater Workshop and inquire as to how you could maybe, uh, you know, present uh, a, a, a reel, uh, a recording, something that would let yeah. people who are participating in the program know of your work. I'll tell you a great place is the, um, that wasn't around when I was, when I was coming up the ranks, but later it's an amazing program is the NYU program where they get their masters in musical theater mm -hmm. writing and they're they're doing shows all the time down there so i would also inquire as to what how that functions how you can 
make inroads there. Um, but I do believe that what you should also do is go see these shows. Mm-hmm. Anytime you see that someone's presenting something, go see the show. Introduce yourself. How would we find out about well, that? That's, yeah, again, how do you find you out? You could go to NYU, could say, when are you doing your showcase, right? Um, mm-hmm. At ASCAP, go go to the ASCAP Musical Theater Workshop. Attend it. They, oh, might, let, they wow. might let people who are not associated with the workshop be there because there were always an audience. That, that There's always uh, people that were there to support other, you know, writers. Um, so I mm-hmm. can't imagine that they wouldn't, you know, things have changed though because of security reasons. So I can't say right. for certain that that will absolutely give you the golden ticket, uh, like in, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, but it's, mm-hmm. it's still, I think a way to find out at least how you can make yourself available. We'll be back with Breaking Broadway right after this message. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From sitting behind the table at so many auditions, do you have any pet peeves? Any things people do that you're like, oh no, you shouldn't do that? Well, I guess there's a few things that that come to mind. One is that because I'm part of new musicals, new work, a lot of people Mm -hmm. come in and they just go, okay, I don't know anything about this show, sorry. Um, And they just do a song that seems kind of arbitrary. And Mm -hmm. I understand that the show may not have had a production, but sometimes they have, sometimes they've been produced regionally. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are websites like mine, Mm douglasjcohen.com, that feature songs (laughs) from the show. Um, Sometimes they can just Google what we've written. So they have an idea of the style maybe of, or Mm -hmm. just read about it as best you can. Have your agent find out more about it. Um, It's just better to be informed. I think that's something that really does bug me. Uh, that people... I get asked that question all the time. How do we prepare for a show that we don't know anything about? So that that's great advice. And maybe it's based on something. Read, read it. You know, yeah. I mean, the thing is, Carrie, it's such a strange world that we live in where everything now is readily available to us. And yet, it seems as if people don't scratch the surface. Mm. You know, it's like movies that are all on YouTube or, you know, Amazon or whatever. And people don't know they existed. They don't know certain movie stars existed. They don't know certain writers existed. When I was teaching the Neighborhood Playhouse, people knew Richard Rogers because of Oscar Hammerstein. They didn't know he had a writing partner named Lorenz Hart. I know that people who are really steeped in musical theater would know that. But people who are pursuing acting, who also are gift, have a gift vocally um should know that as well 
you know, because there's just such mm-hmm. a wealth of material and musical theater didn't start with Les Mis. There's, I mean, but you know, really sometimes people right. only see things as, you know, the mid eighties on and, um, mm-hmm. and there's so much good material out there. And uh, one thing that I, I also feel that people when they audition do themselves a disservice is they somehow feel that simplicity is a bad thing. Mm, yes. You know, they feel like if I do something like a triple axle or quadruple axle, I'm going to land it and get the job. And I personally feel like connect to the material, try yes. and tell a story, try and give it a context, make choices, make choices, mm-hmm. and be unique in the way that yes. you perform it. I don't want to see the way that Patti Lapone did Evita. I want to see your mm-hmm. interpretation of it. But the simplicity factor is so important because, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but if I hear someone that is able to communicate effectively without doing all the bells and whistles, if we need to hear the bells and whistles, we will ask for them. There's always right. like, okay, do you have a song that takes you up to that G? You know, but if we're interested in you, we're going to explore you as a candidate we're not going to just say, oh, I guess because you didn't hit the G that you don't have the G. If you use a song, if you choose a song that has the G and you choose not to sing the G, then we have only to assume that you can't hit it. But there's no uh-huh. reason, like if I could have danced all night, if you don't hit the high G at the end or ice cream, you know, from She Loves Me, mm-hmm. then we go, well, okay, she's not a soprano. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you don't have to do everything in two minutes. So simplicity is very important. And um, as I said, originality, I just want to know who you are in a very short amount of time because there's very little time to introduce yourself. I think also people seem to sometimes lead with angst. They think angst Mm. is a pretty color and it's not. (laughs) You know what I mean? They think that they're being really dramatic. Being so dramatic Uh is what's going to get them the job. And it's like what people don't realize a lot of the time is that, first of all, joy is infectious. Don't you want to yes. be around people who are joyous? I, I certainly yes. do, right? I mm-hmm. don't want to be around Mary Poppins necessarily, but even Mary Poppins was cross, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, uh, people choose sometimes colors that are not attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, excuse me, I don't remember Christmas is a great song. And we all love to sing that Malpinshire standard, mm-hmm. but it's also mm-hmm. a very angry and bitter song, you know, and that doesn't tell us if you're somebody that we want to have you in the room. Darkness is interesting mm. when it's like, oh, Sondheim understood darkness so well because he understood that darkness and comedy can coexist. Right, right. So that's the thing is that don't do brooding songs because that unless you're auditioning probably for a very very brooding character yes. if right you're, if you're doing heathcliff yeah. in wuthering heights mm-hmm. brood all you want absolutely yeah. Yeah. um but then again even someone like Lawrence olivier found those little moments of humor right it's not like it's a haha moment but it's a mm-hmm. moment of potential levity which will yes. get our attention if it's surrounded by the brooding (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we are complex people 
And we have mm-hmm. all those things in us. You know, Jekyll and Hyde, we were talking about the right, show before right. that I wrote, and Frank Wildhorn. You know, I mean, that's a perfect example. I'm sure um, Bob Cuccioli, when he went in to audition for it, didn't sing Sarah Lee, which was a a little novelty number that Cantor Neb wrote. Uh, <laughs> he went and sang something that had a lot of meat on its bones. And that's very important to do. Obviously, it serves the role, it serves the audition. But he also is playing duality. And it's important for us to see that as well. We're very well-rounded human beings. And I feel like we need right. to show a little bit more that that lies beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing that great advice with us. I know you have a bunch of things coming up that I want everyone to look out for. You have a new, well, you have the book. Yes. Uh, I have the book, and it's through Applause Books, uh, Roman and Littlefield's imprint is Applause. Um, How to Survive a Killer Musical. It's, uh, on Amazon and as a hardcover and also as Kindle, and it can also be ordered from Barnes & Noble and Ask Your Local Bookstore, and Drama Bookstore has a, a shop. I was just there. Uh, and uh, so that's definitely, you know, it's, it's, it was released on September 1st. Being released to highly recommend. I'm really enjoying reading thank it. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I do want to say that um, somebody said to me it's a primer for anyone interested in the profession uh, because it does yeah. deal with what I call <laughs> the four P's. Okay, so for survival, I don't cover this in the book, but this is what I've given thought to since the book came out. Uh, I think it takes a lot of patience which is always hard. It takes a lot of perseverance. Uh, and it also takes perspective. That's the hardest thing I think to achieve in many ways is perspective because it comes with time. But you have to be able to look at things in context of how they exist. And, uh, and, and that's the only way that we can kind of look past what we're experiencing in that moment and hopefully give us a sense of renewal and that it doesn't live and die on that one audition, that one role. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The other fourth thing is prayer. <laughs> and I'm not proselytizing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you need to uh-huh. be religious. Although I think a lot mm-hmm. of performers are very superstitious. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I meditate. Um, yeah, me too. And it's, it saved me. It, I learned it, I learned it uh, in high school. Um, Mm-hmm. I had, uh, you know, the Maharishi. I didn't study with the Maharishi, but it was transcendental mm-hmm. meditation. And then I later mm. got an app called Calm. And I just find that um, it just puts me in a better place of mind, peace, uh, I have peace of mind. Uh, so I do think that that's important in terms of our own personal survival. Um, so moving on from that, tomorrow, the Friday, Friday the 8th, uh, the big time, a musical you also know and did a wonderful mm-hmm. presentation in uh, is being released as an album through Concord Records. Oh, awesome. Yes. And, um, and so Santina Fontana and Debbie Gravett and Will Swenson uh, and um, Jackie Hoffman and Di- uh-huh. Diane Phelan, who is a, a, a soprano, soprano, uh, is singing Penelope, uh, and Michael McCormick, Bradley Dean, and Raymond Bocour. And a 16-piece big band orchestra conducted by Eric Stern and orchestrated oh. by August Eric Smoen. And if all of you have been enjoying 
Murders in the Building, only Murders in the Building, season yeah. three, yeah. he orchestrated every single song. Um, oh. And was up for the Tony for Bright Star and did Come From Away. And I mm. think he is one of the great talents that exists right now. Um, an amazing person, so generous and giving and professional. So I really hope you'll listen in and hear his work and hear all these great performers who will be on a myriad of platforms tomorrow uh, at the crack of dawn. I guess. Is there is there a recording of No Way to um, of the 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 musical that the book is based on? Yes, yes. Oh, but no way to treat I also a lady, want to just right? add That's that the Douglas Carter Bean yeah. did the book for the big time. Yeah, original musical. I love Doug. He's a Douglas funny guy. Bean. Very funny. Yes, very, so, so that musical so funny. Very smart yeah. book. Um, so yeah, no way to treat a lady. The unfortunately, the very first production at the Hudson Guild, which had this incredible cast, including well. I'll just name all four of them because it's silly not to, but it was Steve Bogardus, Liz Calloway, um, Peter Slutsker, who's now Peter Marks, and June Gable. Uh, Liz did go on to record two songs from it on Broadway Bound, which is a, a compilation oh. CD that was, uh, I think, mm -hmm. issued in the 1990s. Uh, and then, so we have a demo that exists, you know, you can kind of hear it somewhere out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the actual recording came after the York Theatre Company revival in 1996. And that was that's on Ghostlight, Ghostlight Records. Oh. Uh, it was originally Ferris, Ferris Saraband, and then Ghostlight picked it up, and that has Adam Gruper, um, uh, Marguerite McIntyre, Paul Scheffler, and Alex Corey. So oh. great group, and different orchestrations by David Siegel. And uh, yeah, so that's that's something you can find anywhere. It's on, you know, all platforms. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being with us and for sharing all of your amazing stories and advice. Thank you. Great Karen. to see Great you. Great to see you too. All the best. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you would like me to come to your school or theater group and give a masterclass or a talk back, please reach out at carriebutlercoach.com. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please go to bpn.fm slash Breaking Broadway and subscribe, like, or share. Together you and I are Breaking Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.